0: Well, hello again and welcome again to another podcast, Down to Earth but Heavenly Minded. I'm your host, Irv Risch. And believe it or not, we're coming to the last day of our devotional. We're on the 31st day, and it's uh, by Andrew Murray. It's a, It was a little booklet, and uh, our theme for today is one word, only, only. Okay, with that said, let me, uh, if I can find a text here. Okay, there it is. Let me get it highlighted here, and we can end our podcast. Okay, let's play her out here.
1: Thirtieth first day, waiting on God, only. My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation. Isaiah chapter 62, verses 5 and 6. It is possible to be waiting continually on God, but not only upon Him. There may be other secret confidences intervening and preventing the blessing that was expected. And so the word only must come to throw its light on the path to the fullness and certainty of blessing. My soul, wait thou only upon God. He only is my rock. Yes, my soul, wait thou only upon God. There is but one God, but one source of life and happiness for the heart. He only is my rock, my soul, wait thou only upon Him. Thou desirest to be good. There is none good but God, and there is no possible goodness but what is received directly from him. Thou hast sought to be holy. There is none holy but the Lord, and there is no holiness but what he by his spirit of holiness every moment breathes in thee. Thou wouldest live and work for God and his kingdom, for men and their salvation. Hear how he says, the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He alone fainteth not, neither is weary. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increaseth strength. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. He only is God, he only is thy rock, my soul, wait thou only upon God. My soul, wait thou only upon God. Thou will not find many who can help you in this. Enough there will be of thy brethren to draw thee to put trust in churches and doctrines, in schemes and plans and human appliances, in means of grace and divine appointments. But, my soul, wait thou only upon God himself. His most sacred appointments become a snare when trusted in. The brazen serpent becomes Nehushtan, the Ark and the Temple of vain confidence. Let the living God alone, none and nothing but He be thy hope. My soul, wait thou only upon God. Eyes and hands and feet, mind and thought, may have to be intently engaged in the duties of this life, my soul. Wait thou only upon God. Thou art an immortal spirit, created not for this world but for eternity and for God. O, my soul, realize thy destiny, know thy privilege, and wait thou only upon God. Let not the interest of religious thoughts and exercises deceive you, they very often take the place of waiting upon God. My soul, wait thou, thy very self, your inmost being, with all its power, wait thou only upon God. God is for thee, thou art for God, wait only upon him. Yes, my soul, wait thou only upon God. Beware of your two great enemies, the world and self. Beware lest any earthly satisfaction or enjoyment, however innocent it appears, keep you back from saying, I will go to God, my exceeding joy. Remember and study what Jesus says about denying self. Let a man deny himself. Terstigan says, the saints deny themselves in everything. Pleasing self in little things may be strengthening it to assert itself in greater things. My soul, wait thou only upon God, let him be all your salvation and all your desire. Say continually and with an undivided heart, from him comes my expectation, he only is my rock, I shall not be moved. Whatever be thy spiritual or temporal need, whatever the desire or prayer of thy heart. Whatever thy interest in connection with God's work in the church or the world in solitude or in the rush of the world, in public worship or other gatherings of the saints, my soul, wait thou only upon God. Let your expectations be from Him alone. He only is your rock. My soul, wait thou only upon God. Never forget the two foundation truths on which this blessed waiting rests. If ever you are inclined to think this waiting only is too hard or too high, they will recall thee at once. They are your absolute helplessness and the absolute sufficiency of thy God. Oh! Enter deep into the entire sinfulness of all that is of self, and think not of letting self have anything to say one single moment. Enter deep into thy utter and unceasing impotence ever to change what is evil in thee, or to bring forth anything that is spiritually good. Enter deep into thy relation of dependence as creature on God, to receive from him every moment what he gives. Enter deeper still into his covenant of redemption, with his promise to restore more gloriously than ever what thou hadst lost, and by his Son and Spirit to give within you unceasingly, his actual divine presence and power. And thus wait upon your God continually and only. My soul, wait thou only upon God. No words can tell, no heart conceive the riches of the glory of this mystery of the Father and of Christ. Our God, in the infinite tenderness and omnipotence of his love, waits to be our life and joy. O, my soul, let it be no longer needed that I repeat the words, wait upon God, but let all that is in me rise and sing, truly my soul waits upon God. On thee do I wait all the day. My soul, wait thou only upon God.
0: Well, this completes our reading, uh, not only of this devotional, but of the book, uh, the title which is Waiting on God, and that was by Andrew Murray. And, uh, you know, I was thinking uh, as we were finishing up here, I wanted to finish uh, these uh, devotionals before I left. Uh, I'm going to be leaving on Saturday. and we had made plans to go to a cabin up in northern Wisconsin uh, for a week, and I'll be up there fishing and relaxing. And you know, I was thinking about, even while I'm waiting on God here, while I'm up in the cabin, and I'm enjoying a little vacation and relaxation, uh, I'm gonna still continually wait on God. Uh, life no matter where you're at or what you're doing whether you're at work retired like I am uh, whether you're active or inactive uh, even if you're in a a nursing home or a retired home uh, an assistant living uh, whether you're raising a family whether you're going to school It doesn't make any difference where you are in life and what your lot in life is. Every man, woman, and child should be waiting on the Lord. Uh, He is truly our rock. He only is my rock. My soul waits thou uh, only upon him. And that's what this uh, devotional was about. The whole devotional every day was waiting on God. So I'm going to ask you one question. Have you given your life to the Lord, and are you waiting on the Lord? Are you waiting on the Lord for your salvation? Well, he's, he's there. He wants to save you. Like I said before, he's knocking on the door of your heart. You have to open it. Don't be so hard-hearted that you won't let him in. Salvation only comes around in this life. Once you leave this world, it's done. You have to make your plans ahead of time. You know, we were going to this uh, cabin. We knew about it over a year ago, and we were making plans to do it. We included God in our plans. Every time we would make a plan, I would say, God willing, it's all in his hands, everything. And I believe that God is in full control of everything. And he's allowing man to destroy himself, if that so be his wish. And uh, God is not going to stop you. If you want to uh, go to hell, God will let you. It's all up to you. We decide our own destiny. You know, I'm not going to get into the, the teaching because it's so deep, the sovereignty of God and the responsibility of man. We are totally responsible for our actions and our choices. And God holds us to that. So remember, uh, you know, after death comes judgment. And God will be the great judge. So I hope you're in Christ Jesus. So when God judges you, he's going to judge. Look down and see his son in you. And you in you and Christ. And he's going to say, well, I've already passed my judgment on him. Christ died on the cross for the sins of the world. You know, God did commend his love towards us. And while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And that's where I'm going to end my podcast today. I'm not even going to show you my last uh, slide. But we know that God is truly out here. And he has appeared to mankind once in the person of Jesus Christ. Believe it. He is God, and he wants to save your soul. With that, I'm going to end my podcast. Bye for now. And uh, I hope you enjoyed going through this little booklet with me. Uh, So bye for now. Well, welcome again to another podcast, Down to Earth, but Heavenly-Minded. I'm your host, Iverish, and we're coming to the home stretch. Uh We've got this devotional and one more, and we have gone through the complete book of Waiting on God, and it's by Andrew Murray, and it was a little booklet on uh, the uh, devotions for 31 days, and we're on the second to the last... Uh, day and uh i am going to grab the text here and in this in this uh text by the way uh we have uh, we have a song and uh he'll i'll, I'll have it read to you uh, just uh, the words uh i know that uh i'm not going to sing it so and that's how we'll end our uh our podcast today so with that said, let's uh, let's just start our reading. 30th
1: day, waiting on God, continually. Therefore turn thou to thy God, keep mercy and judgment, and wait on thy God continually. Hossa 12 verse 6. Continuity is one of the essential elements of life. Interrupt it for a single hour in a man, and it is lost, he is dead. Continuity, unbroken and ceaseless, is essential to a healthy Christian life. God wants me to be, and God waits to make me, I want to be, and I wait on him to make me, every moment, what he expects of me, and what is well-pleasing in his sight. If waiting on God be of the essence of true religion, the maintenance of the spirit of entire dependence must be continuous. The call of God, wait on your God continually, must be accepted and obeyed. There may be times of special waiting, the disposition and habit of soul must be there unchangeably and uninterrupted. This waiting continually is indeed a necessity. To those who are content with a feeble Christian life, it appears a luxury something beyond what is essential to being a good Christian. But all who are praying the prayer, Lord, make me as holy as a pardoned sinner can be made. Keep me as near to thee as it is possible for me to be. Fill me as full of thy love as you are willing to do, feel at once that it is something that must be had. They feel that there can be no unbroken fellowship with God, no full abiding in Christ, no maintaining of victory over sin and readiness for service without waiting continually on the Lord. The waiting continually is a possibility. Many think that with the duties of life it is out of the question. They cannot be always thinking of it. Even when they wish to, they forget. They do not understand that it is a matter of the heart, and that what the heart is full of, occupies it, even when the thoughts are otherwise engaged. A father's heart may be filled continuously with intense love and longing for a sick wife or child at a distance, even though pressing business requires all his thoughts. When the heart has learned how entirely powerless it is for one moment to keep itself or bring forth any good, when it has understood how surely and truly God will keep it, when it has, in despair of itself, accepted God's promise to do for it the impossible, it learns to rest in God, and in the midst of occupations and temptations it can wait continually. This waiting is a promise. God's commands are enablings, gospel precepts are all promises, a revelation of what our God will do for us. When first you begin waiting on God, it is with frequent intermission and frequent failure. But do believe God is watching over you in love and secretly strengthening you in it. There are times when waiting appears to be just losing time, but it is not so. Waiting, even in darkness, is unconscious advance, because it is God you have to do with, and he is working in you. God who calls you to wait on him, sees your feeble efforts, and works it in you. Your spiritual life is in no respect your own work, as little as you began it, can you continue it, it is God's spirit who has begun the work in you of waiting upon God. He will enable you to wait continually. Waiting continually will be met and rewarded by God himself working continually. We are coming to the end of our meditations. Would that you and I might learn one lesson, God must, God will work continually. He ever does work continually, but the experience of it is hindered by unbelief. But he who by his spirit teaches you to wait continually, will bring you to experience also how, as the everlasting one, his work is never ceasing. In the love and the life and the work of God there can be no break, no interruption. Do not limit God in this by your thoughts of what may be expected. Do fix your eyes upon this one truth, in his very nature, God, as the only giver of life, cannot do otherwise than every moment work in his child. Do not look only at the one side, if I wait continually, God will work continually. No, look at the other side. Place God first and say, God works continually every moment I may wait on him continually. Take time until the vision of your God working continually, without one moment's intermission, fill your being. Your waiting continually will then come of itself. Full of trust and joy, the holy habit of the soul will be on thee, do I wait all the day? The Holy Spirit will keep you ever waiting my soul, wait thou only upon God. Moment by moment, I the Lord to keep it, I will water it every moment. Dying with Jesus, by death reckoned mine, living with Jesus a new life divine. Looking to Jesus till glory doth shine, moment by moment, O Lord, I am thine. Chorus moment by moment I'm kept in his love, moment by moment I've life from above, looking to Jesus till glory doth shine, moment by moment, O Lord, I am thine. Never a battle with wrong for the right, never a contest that he doth not fight, lifting above us his banner so white, moment by moment I'm kept in his sight. Chorus. Moment by moment I'm kept in his love, moment by moment I've life from above, looking to Jesus till glory doth shine, moment by moment, O Lord, I am thine. Never a trial that he is not there, never a burden that he doth not bear, never a sorrow that he does not share, moment by moment I'm under his care. Chorus. Moment by moment I'm kept in his love, moment by moment I've life from above, looking to Jesus till glory doth shine, moment by moment, O Lord, I am Thine. Never a heartache and never a groan, never a teardrop, and never a moan, never a danger but there on the throne moment by moment he thinks of his own chorus. Moment by moment I'm kept in his love, moment by moment I've life from above, looking to Jesus till glory doth shine, moment by moment, O Lord, I am Thine never a weakness that he doth not feel, never a sickness that he cannot heal, moment by moment, in woo or in wheel, Jesus, my saviour, abides with me still. Chorus. Moment by moment I'm kept in his love, moment by moment I've life from above, looking to Jesus till glory doth shine, moment by moment, O Lord, I am thine. Music in Christian Endeavour Hymns by I D Sankey. Or on Leaflet by Morgan and Scott.
0: Well, that was a beautiful hymn. I remember singing it many times and uh, uh, always liked it. Uh, and really, when you think about our theme, moment by moment, and really that's the way we're supposed to live our lives. Uh, by every minute of the day, we should be occupied with the Lord, no matter what we do. Uh, it says, whatever we do in word or deed, may we do to the glory of God. And that's our thought for today. So with that said, I'm going to end our podcast. And uh, I'll just end it like I always do. God is out here, and we can find him in our Bibles. So pick it up and read it. God
1: bless. Till later.
0: Bye now.